0: Welcome to the podcast, This Teenage Life. Teenage years are not easy, so this podcast is made for you. It's filled with teenage experiences, stories, exclusive interviews, trusted research, tips, ideas, calls for action, and more fun stuff you'll learn and be entertained with as you join your host, Sachin. This Teenage Life is a non-profit podcast adapted for radio. It's dedicated for teenagers, made by a teenager, and with help from teenagers won't regret listening. Let the episode begin. Welcome to the podcast, This Teenage Life, episode 10. I am your host, Sachin, and on today's episode, we will be talking about how the coronavirus is affecting teenagers emotionally. I will provide you two Instagram responses for my question for this episode. So keep listening to know and learn more about how us teenagers and everyone can handle our stresses and emotions with the use of trusted sources that you can rely on. Before I begin, I'd like to give a shout-out to a fellow friend who also owns a podcast with another friend. I recommend everyone to go and check out the podcast Minding the Brain, hosted by Dr. Jim Davies and my friend, Dr. Kim Hellemans. Minding the Brain is a monthly science podcast by Dr. Jim Davies and Dr. Kim Hellemans. It focuses on exploring and discussing the fascinating topics surrounding the scientific study of the brain. Minding the Brain is brought to you by Carleton University's Faculty of Arts and Social Sciences. You can find them on mindingthebrainpodcast.com they are also on spotify and apple podcast i listened to some of their recent episodes lately and i loved their podcast you never know minding the brain could actually be your second favorite podcast after of course this teenage life podcast anyways the coronavirus has been affecting teenagers emotionally lately and it is important for me to mention that i am not an expert on the situation and you should go to the trusted and credible sources for more information i want to mention that i won't be able to help eliminate all your stresses as i wish i could but i will give you sources that may help you as much as possible just like our first two episodes of the podcast i will be reading some instagram responses to the question for this episode stay till the end because i will keep give my own response to my question because a lot of you requested for me to share it so i will and also wait for that to the end because i have an amazing announcement to make and you don't want to miss it to answer other podcast questions follow my instagram at this teenage life Before we begin, I'd like to mention that we will be talking about the coronavirus. So if this topic bothers you, this episode may not be for you, and that's okay. I am only going to talk about how it affects teenagers and everyone in general, emotionally. And I realize this topic can be stressful and emotional. I understand how during this time we are in, is not normal and i realize that it is a topic that affects people emotionally on different scales lastly i want to give a big thank you for all the supportive messages lately we have just passed 700 downloads in the first 52 days and officially we have listeners from all continents of the world with the addition of two downloads one each in south africa and morocco thank you everyone it means a lot to me to know that you are behind me and got my back and you care about this podcast and me. So the question I ask people for this episode is, what are you doing to keep busy while keeping a social distance? What do you think as teenagers makes social distancing hard? What made the benefits, short-term and long-term effects of social distancing during the times of COVID-19-B? How has the pandemic affected you and or your family? What are your thoughts and emotions you are going through? Are you worried about what this pending pandemic could mean for your academic future? That was my question, and my first response that I got was from, let's call her Jessica. Jessica responded to me, and she said, quote, for social distancing, my family and I have done a couple of jigsaw puzzles and have gone for walks around the neighborhood. These times provide us with an opportunity to be more productive, and do things we usually don't have the time and commitment to do, due to schoolwork. The hardest part about social distancing is boredom. I'm sure a lot of teenagers, and not just me, have found that during this time, boredom is one of the biggest issues. As teenagers, we are used to having schoolwork and stuff to work on every night. Personally, I am usually stressing a lot, but without school, we don't have as many things to do. And most people don't know what to do because you aren't supposed to go out or hang out with friends or do anything of that sort. The benefits would probably be our overall health and safety from catching viruses by social distancing from other people. This will reduce chances of getting COVID-19 and other illnesses. For my family... It has affected my stepmother because she is an education assistant. So she is home with me and has nothing to do. My father already works from home. So the only difference for him is that he is not traveling and my mom was forced to work from home to avoid the spread of it. We will have to see about how much more of an impact it will have on our relationships being so close together for so long. I'm worried for school, but also battling with boredom. Attempting to keep teenagers busy can be difficult when you're so used to having schoolwork. I've also been hoping to get into some kind of workout and get a bit of fresh air. I'm worried about how it could affect my academic future because I have some tough academic subjects this semester that I will have to likely relearn some stuff next year to catch up with people who had it in the first semester because we are missing school. Fingers crossed that it doesn't impact it too much. Unquotes. That was Jessica's response. This is a good response because it's true and we can understand the emotions Jessica is feeling. It's a bit more clear now how Jessica is dealing with her emotions. The thing that I can relate the most with what Jessica mentioned was how it's really confusing for teenagers to get used to a different schedule. And especially one that we don't know how long it will be for. The elimination of a normal schedule affects all people in some sort of way. As teenagers, we may not know what to do each day because we are used to going to school to do work, have lunch, do more work again, go home, and do more work again. Personally, for me, I rarely have free time at the end of the day and a long day. But now we teenagers are given all this free time and we may not genuinely know how to make the most of it, and stay safe at the same time. It is confusing for teenagers because it's a scenario we teenagers haven't been in. In other words of baseball, we have been given a curveball we are unfamiliar with, what a curveball looks like, and how to prepare for it. The same goes for what's happening now. The next response is from let's call him Ethan. So Ethan messaged me on Instagram, replying to the same question as Jessica's response. This is what Ethan said, quote, Here are some of my opinions. Social distancing is hard on many teenagers because we are so used to being around each other, our peers and even teachers, as it can be difficult when all of a sudden it's taken away because some of us teenagers just don't know how to react. In fact, some teenagers just don't do work at home. In both short and long term, social distancing is key as it can strongly help to eliminate COVID-19. It is key that we follow the rules and safety precautions our family has been doing well, and we have been keeping busy through family activities. This does not mean it will be easy, as it will affect our schedule and cause more boredom. My hockey tournaments and hockey in general is canceled due to the virus, and also I am upset about it. I hope to take this time to get better off the ice, both mentally and physically. As for our academic future, I think it will take some time to get catching up, but eventually all will be fine and the sun will come out tomorrow or another day, as we do not know how long this will take. These are hard times, but we should see the bright side and take advantage of all this free time that we have now." Unquote. This was Ethan's response and it's really good. I can actually relate to some of the stuff Jessica and Ethan both mentioned. Jessica and Ethan both are dealing with boredom because the schedule is different. Jessica and Ethan both think it's good that we have more time for stuff to do than things we may not normally have time for. I can relate to Ethan also because I play competitive squash And Eason plays competitive hockey. Even though I don't play anymore because of the virus and won't until it's over, this break from constant play is giving me and Eason a chance to train our mental side of our sports and to heal up. I want to explain my answer to my question because a lot of people have been wondering about my response and I told them to listen to my podcast to know. Here is my response that you've been waiting for. So, I make podcasts for fun, and that's what I'm doing right now, and that's how I keep busy. I do podcasts, and I love what I'm doing. And also, I just want to mention that even though I'm recording now, as you're listening or another day later, I also work on this episode throughout the end of the last episode and to now. Each of the little bits of work throughout time between episodes add up. For example, like how I'm doing a post on my stories, and on my Instagram, and my username is life. if you haven't, um, if you forgot. I don't, and also, I don't record right away, because I brainstorm first, and gather information. It's a lot of work, but I love what I do, and also keeps me busy in a productive way. So, I, if I can relate what I just said to how the medical staff, also, they, 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 they love what they do, but also, they work really hard. They work really hard, and every little bit that we can do to help uh, help them uh, adds up and can help to end uh, or slow down the pandemic. I also play Fortnite, and only two hours a day, and I love doing that also. But I also do screen time management, because I want to keep healthy. I play only two hours a day, because I also want to keep up with the podcast. I think the short-term and long-term benefits are to be safe and to slow the spread of the virus so the most vulnerable people in, in, in our society can get the attention they deserve from healthy medical heroes. That is why and what we are social distancing for, because we want to be safe. Obviously, I want to show my grateful support for all medical professionals, scientists, and on behalf of the Teenage Life Society, I want to thank you for working so hard. In times like this, we can by accidently focus on our own and our own families' safety and forget about the people on the front lines. They are doing more than their jobs. They are heroes while risking their own and families' lives. They are helping to save people. They are helping us to be safe. The best we can do for them is to stay home and social distance and also listen to medical health professionals. I will never forget them. They're always going to be on my back of my mind. Me, my mom, and my grandma are safer now. My thanks are go all out to everyone, no matter what type of or how big or small of a scientist or medical professional you are, because you are on my mind and a lot of other people's minds. I salute you. Thank you. And I don't know if you would agree with me what I'm about to compare about social distancing too, but this is just my opinion. So for a long time before podcasting, I mean a long, long time ago, I was a lonely person. Like I talked a bit, but not too much to other people. I kept to myself. And I don't want to say this in a mean way, but social distancing can help us learn to be empathetic to people who are usually lonely. For example, homeless people are lonely, I I would say, and may only have just one or a few friends. Homeless people are still people. I've done some of my community service hours for school at the soup kitchen. We can't forget them because they are an important and huge part of society. There are too many teenagers who are homeless in this world. I hope we are all grateful to be in this, a position that we are in. This brings me to my comparison, just like how we may feel, uh, what we might be feeling during social distancing is maybe how homeless teenagers feel, but for longer times. And this is just the tip of the iceberg because if not, because they are lonely and not just for times like we are in right now, but for maybe for their whole life so far, this is a time where we can only slightly feel how they feel. But this is, like I said, this is only the tip of the iceberg and of how they feel because we can still practice social distancing at home with a roof underneath our heads. They don't choose to be homeless and it's not their fault all the time. Just like if I were to relate myself in the past as being lonely, they they are also lonely too and they don't like how they're lonely. And maybe they wish to be less lonely, just how I and other teenagers felt lonely and wish we could wake up tomorrow, and our story could be different. Social distancing helps to put yourself in other people's shoes. Not just homeless people, but people who are lonely, and they don't have many people uh, that are really important to them, that they can social interact with. Just like in my case, they also feel bad about themselves. Maybe because they feel like they are like not, they're they're doing everything wrong. But I, I felt like this too, and that I was not able to make friends, even though I eventually did, but it took a while. It took a while, but I never gave up. So far, the coronavirus hasn't affected my family's health wise, but my mother and grandma belong to the group of people that are listed as vulnerable to get the virus. Teens are not immune to the virus according to most medical and science professionals. For example, a few days ago a 17-year-old boy from California in the the United States of America passed away due to complications uh, with the coronavirus. It is important for teenagers as well to stay home and practice social distancing. My family and a lot of other families are currently healthy and do not have the virus yet because we are social distancing and obeying medical and scientists' directions and information. They are the professionals, and we must try as much as possible to do what they say because they are right and we need to listen to them. I'm not saying these times for teenagers are going to be easy because they will be very hard and we will be put to the test. We teenagers. May feel inv- invincible to COVID nineteen, but we are not. According to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, of we have to obey the, the rules and we, by staying home and social distancing, because this can help the medical professionals do their work. We will get through this to hard times, but we all need to do our share to contribute. I am concerned about the situation. But I am not scared because when we let fear get inside of us, we can't think right. It's always better to be over alert in this situation than not alert at all. We need to keep a positive attitude and we need to keep calm. Because one of the ways of doing this, in fact, is researching more on COVID-19 but on trusted news sources that are credible because untrusted sources of information like social media can cause more stress and anxiety. Personally, I am not worried about the effects this virus will have on my education in the future because in my case, I have science and math this semester and both of my teachers have assigned either textbook questions, online handouts using Google Classroom or provided YouTube video links that help us to attempt to learn. Things. I get how most teenagers may not have my awesome teachers that I'm lucky to have and instead it is a lot more difficult. I know these are hard times and I think we all as teens appreciate the attempts our teachers uh, try to come up with to help us keep learning. Online work can be a barrier for teenagers and kids who do not have access to the internet and tools to work. Also, I'd like to thank all the parents out there that have tried uh, so hard to help their, to help their teach their children in this tough situation. It really means a lot. To manage our stresses, we can go to official sources. For example, some of the sources are your official government sources. Any website that is trustable will help. For Canadians, which is where my greatest amount of listeners come from, if you go to the Government of Canada's website, canada.ca slash coronavirus you will be taken to an official page of the government of canada and you will be able to learn more about the coronavirus as time goes by i think the site it can help reduce anxiety and stress but not all anxiety and stress that you have but even just knowing the real story can also help your stress and anxiety levels because unlike social media like i said in episode 6 which is a really good episode, and you should go listen to it after this one. I mentioned how biased news affects teenagers. One of those ways is how social media especially can affect teenagers. So by going and using their official sources, like the Canadian government's website, it allows us to know that this is what's happening. There are, we- are websites that may help us to reduce our stress because we are learning the full story. Unlike social media, where you could find stuff that is not always correct, either fake or just not even true, uh, which is the same thing, social media can cause more stress and anxiety. It's good to be worried and overreact. This coronavirus is affecting the world. It's better to know what to do. For example, the best thing to do in an emergency is to know what to do. Get the plan from public health officials and trusted sources. The next source I recommend is the Kids Help Phone. I know in North America, especially for Canada, it is not just for teenagers and kids, but for adults too. If you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and you think the Kids Help Phone can work for you, then try it. Because you never know how much something can help you before you try it. I've never done it myself, but I know... That there are a lot of teenagers in society that have used it and it helped them a lot and if you want to learn more search kids help phone by the way I am NOT getting paid to share these sources I'm just mentioning them because I know it works for a lot of teenagers on the official kids help phone website you can use text phone or live chat with someone If you're stressed about COVID-19 and want to use Kids Help Phone services, you are not alone. COVID-19 is the most trending concern on Kids Help Phone right now. The people who you can talk to from Kids Help Phone are here for you. They're here to support you during tough times and to try and help your emotional health. Because just like physical care, emotional care is important. On the Kids Help Phone website, they say that... You can find more information about COVID-19 on the Government of Canada's website, which we already went to. It goes to show how I'm really good at picking out my official sources. On the Kids Help Phone website, it says, Who can I talk to for support? Once again, the helpful and kind people at Kids Help Phone are there for you. Because in times like this, teens and anyone of any age Needs help sometimes, and it's always the right time to ask for help because it is unacceptable for people to make fun of you if you need help because you have the right to ask for help. It is also important to mention that social distancing does not mean to stop socializing with people, but you must do it online. Whether you use FaceTime or Instagram, it's still important to still be socially active, but with others, but just to take it online. A few days ago, my family had a big group chat and it made everyone feel so good to know that everyone was okay and that they cared about them. It is especially important during these times to recognize that most of us have access to technology and it is important for us to use it to our advantage. We can feel really sad during these times because it's a really negative time we're living in. But still talking to friends and family members online can make a big difference. In my opinion, it makes me happy to know that I can still talk to friends and family members online. I am mentioning this because many credible news sources explain that social distancing does not mean to stop socializing, but just to do it online. I'd like to give my biggest thank you I could ever give to all the people who are helping to contribute to social distancing. All the people who are social distancing to help the medical staff. Thank you, scientists, health, and safety professionals, importantly, because you are not forgotten. Thank you to the people who still have their shops and grocery stores uh, open so we can all eat, and all the people who are helping to make sure that we are safe. So I just wanted to, to end this episode on a high note by thanking everyone, because you are not forgotten by me and others. My heart goes out to all the people who've lost loved ones. Thank you to all the health staff on the front line, especially because you are risking your lives. Thank you to the people I forgot to mention. I am sad to say that we have come to the end of the episode, but before you leave, I want to give an important announcement that you've been waiting for. I was your host, Sachin, and this was episode 10 of the podcast This Teenage Life. I hope you enjoyed it. Making podcasts makes me so happy, and it's so fun to make them, and I can't wait for you to listen to the next one. I've already recorded it, so it will come out in the first week of April. It is a good one. Stay tuned, because it is the premiere episode of Season 2 of This Teenage Life. We come to the end of Season 1. I manage seasons on the advancement of my abilities of making podcasts. I felt like I've made a big improvement, and I would like to call it season number two. If this is your first episode that you've listened to, or you've listened to all of them, or just a few, please share it with at least one family member and one friend, and to tell them to do the same uh, for others, because this is a really beneficial episode for everyone. And because also I would like to explain that I do not make money off of podcasting. Thank you so much. I was your host, Sachin. Stay safe, everyone. Stay home, everyone. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, and listen to the official sources of news and to the health officials and scientists.